Welcome to Love Life with Court, the podcast that delves deep into the realms of manifestation, spirituality, and breaking through life obstacles to unlock your true potential. I'm your host, Courtney Irving, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards living the life you are destined to lead. In each episode, we'll explore the power of manifestations, share spiritual insights, and discuss practical strategies to overcome life challenges. But above all, this podcast is about empowerment, as I strive to empower you to create the life of your dreams. Join me on this empowering and enlightening adventure as we unlock the secrets to a more fulfilling and purpose-driven existence. Welcome to Love Life with Court, where the journey to your best life begins. Hello lovelies and welcome to Love Life with Court. We have another amazing podcast coming out this week that I'm so super duper excited to talk about and get into. If you are new here, welcome to the family. Each week I put out a podcast every Tuesday talking about how to get your life together and essentially live your best life. Today, I am very much looking forward to talking a lot about what really hits home for me. I feel lately that your girl has not been living her best life. And honestly, that just has a lot to do with what has been going on in my mind. Our Mind and body is such a wall sometimes. I feel that some days you can just walk right through and it feels empowering and uplifting. And other times I feel as though I am constantly fighting between my mind and my body. And it is extremely hard when someone is experiencing this because if you've tuned into my other podcast, I really emphasize that our mind and our body are one entity. And if our mind or our body in itself is not showing up for the other, it can become such a whirlwind of emotions and feeling stuck and essentially not knowing where to go or what to do next to feel as though you are on the right path. So as I said, this is something that I have been really feeling lately. It's not so much struggling. I think when we are feeling in ruts or feeling stuck, it's not something negative. It's more just an experience to learn from and really reflect on. I have learned a lot of this concept in a book that I've been reading lately that I'm going to dive into in this podcast as well called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma. And it really emphasizes that Our thoughts are not something that is supposed to be looked at as a positive or a negative. And just as our experiences reflect the same, when we have an experience, yes, 
it can easily be defined as that was a really positive experience or that was a really negative experience. But really, the whole purpose of life and our experiences is to learn from them and reflect on them. So as opposed to thinking of our thoughts as either a positive or a negative, I really want to emphasize before I get into what I'm going to talk about today is that our thoughts are just a reflection of our experiences. So when you start to look at your thoughts and experiences as, okay, what am I learning from this? It can really shift your entire outlook on your life. So without further ado, let's really dive into what I want to talk about today. It is going to be a long one, I think, today because I just am so, I'm feeling so inspired about what I want to talk about because it just really hits home of how I've been feeling. I think with my first few podcasts I was putting out, I really wanted to be my most positive self. And this podcast has become such a inspiration for me. It's honestly one of the biggest things I look forward to doing. But I also want to be very raw with you all and admit sometimes where my positive self see, I'm already catching myself there, is not always how I'm reflecting or how I'm feeling on the inside. So what I'm going to get into today is this morning, every morning on a weekend, I get out of bed, I brush my teeth, I have a big glass of water, and then I like to sit down and watch a video of just essentially how I can improve my life. Some days it's a TED Talk, other days it's a motivational speaker. It all just very, really varies on how I'm feeling that day. And this morning, I saw a video from the Impact Theory show on YouTube, and it had Dr. Joe Dispenza on it. And he talked a lot about essentially. The entire video is really analyzing how our mind and body is or can be programmed to reflect our future. So he begins by saying and reflecting on that much of our day is spent recalling memories from our life, to which each one of those memories has an emotions, and these emotions are the end product to our past experiences, which Essentially, our brain becomes the record of our past. Now, for many people, this can happen the moment we get out of bed. You may wake up this morning and be thinking about something embarrassing that happened at work or something that disappointed you or someone who had done you wrong. And this ties into how we are starting our emotions that day and how we are reflecting on our past experiences and really how you think and feel creates your state of being. Now, something that really stuck with me that Dr. Joe Dispenza touched on was based on how you think and feel and that creating your state of being, well, a person's entire state of being is now in the past, which will likely predict their future. And why is this? Well, our thoughts are a reflection of our destiny. And this is when in my previous podcast, I touch a lot on visualization because when you're mind is constantly on 
either the past or how you're currently feeling based on the past and what those emotions are bringing up for you in those past experiences, well, that does reflect into your future. And 95% of who we are by the time we're 35 years old is a memorized set of behaviors. Now, if we are programming ourselves that we are thinking the same thoughts every day and And keep in mind that as a human, we think 60 to 70 thoughts in one day and 90% of those thoughts are the same as the day before. Well, if continuously reflecting on the past and you are continuously starting your day with the emotions of what you felt in the past and what those past experiences are associated with, well, this becomes our destiny. This becomes what our future is going to look like. And if you just reflect for one moment on what was your immediate thought this morning, if you can remember, or what was your first thought of today that you can remember, what did that thought look like? Now, if that thought was going to be your future, how do you feel about that? And I just want you to sit with that for a moment. What is the thought today that you had? And I'm not going to say if it was positive or negative, but possibly it resonates with a past experience, how would you feel if that thought was a reflection of your future? Now, eventually what happens, touching on that by the time we're 35 years old, 95% of who we are is a memorized set of behaviors. Really what happens is, okay, we wake up in the morning and I'm going to go through your routine. So we wake up in the morning and you may get in your get ready and then you get in your car and then you get angry because you're sitting in traffic and then you go to work and then you come home and you make dinner and then you go to bed well we have programmed our entire body to have the same emotions every day to have the same experience every day and yes maybe on the weekend or on your day off it looks a little bit different but likely how you're starting your day that routine is very much the same and what happens is that our body has become programmed to which our mind no longer has control. And again, what happens to some is they begin to think that they want more from life, but their body is on an entire different program than the mind. And this is where visualization stems from or scientifically referred to as activating the analytical mind. Now what happens is Our mind is supposed to be the master and our mind is what controls our body. And if you are continuously programming and programming and now you're at the point where your body is programmed and your mind really doesn't have much of a say, what happens is that the servant becomes the master. Now, why wait for loss or some kind of tragedy to occur to begin? And what the video I watched this morning says, and that really struck with me, is that change in the light of joy and inspiration as opposed to changing in the light of pain and sorrow. So what happens, and I'm even guilty of this myself, is we wait for something bad to happen to want to change our life. We wait until we are tired of working the same job or living the same mundane life and we are at the point where we just can't handle it anymore and that's when we start to change. No, 
what we need to start recognizing is that taking those times where we feel joy and we feel inspired, that is the time to change, not waiting for the pain and sorrow to arrive to reflect that, okay, I don't want to live this life anymore. Now, another thing that sometimes happens is we say, okay, I'm ready to be happy. I'm ready to live a good life. I want to be healthy, but we are so programmed and hardwired based on our what our body's response to life is every day that, again, the servant has become the master and our mind can no longer master our body and our body becomes a reflection of our mind our subconscious is reflected in the body and your body begins to have the, its own emotional response that our mind cannot even control or has a conscious awareness of. So stemming from that, 70% of most people's life is spent living in survival and stress. A small tidbit is, yes, likely this is due to trauma that was inflicted during childhood or a repetition or reoccurrence of the same outcome in your life. For example, building relationships with other people. If you were abandoned as a child or you felt abandoned as a child, this is likely a reoccurrence in your life because likely you haven't healed from that or you are continuously reflecting on those emotions each and every day. You start your day with the thoughts of what it felt like to be a child and living that life of abandonment or whichever trauma response that you have had as a child. Another tidbit that I want to throw in there as well is that I think it was the Mel Robbins show and she touches on traumatic experiences and she says that for many people, what happens is that the first traumatic experience that you have as a child or even within adulthood, what happens is subconsciously we try to recreate this in our life so that we can respond to it the way we wish or intended to in that moment where it happened to us the first time. Now, this goes back to where I'm saying that every day, if you start your day with those emotional responses based on our past experiences, that's going to be reflected in our future. So if we are waking up that day saying that you may be unable to let go of the past or you have emotions that have continued to resonate in every aspect of your life based on your past experiences, well, that is just going to continue to reflect into your reality. And acknowledging that is the first step, as well as based on where I said 70% of most people's life is spent living in survival and stress, this is likely a result of anticipating the worst case scenario based on the past experiences. So you may have felt that there has just been so much wrong done to you that having a more uplifting outlook on life may feel intangible. And if I can tell you one thing, it's really not because that feeling is 
stemming from your sub- subconscious and what your body is feeling. None of that resonates to your consciousness. It is something that has likely been deep, deep down written within you. And of course, something like that is hard to let go. If you feel that nothing good has happened to you or that if something is good, it will not last, of course, this is going to continue to reflect in your reality because there's just that aspect of hope and uplifting and feeling empowered is so suppressed within you that really it needs it needs to be pulled out from every angle of you and it is achievable it is something you can do because again your body is your unconscious mind your body is a reflection of experiences that maybe you are not even consciously aware of but that you are so used to feeling so deep within. And again, that touches to waking up in the morning and immediately having all those thoughts of not negative emotions because I don't want to use that word, but just the undesirable emotions immediately inflicting your day-to-day life. Now, in saying that our body is a reflection of our unconscious mind and essentially is our unconscious mind, there are two ways we can look at this. Now, our body and our mind are really unable to differ between recalling the event or if the event is occurring in real time. As well as saying this and stemming from the concept of visualization, Our mind at the same time is unable to differ between if the event is a stem from our imagination or if it is occurring in real time. Now saying this, our body responds no matter if it is a stem of our imagination recalling an event or in real time. So our body will respond to it as if it is happening in that real time. Now when you are recalling these emotions, even if they are not happening in this moment, your body feels as it is. And something that I think is harder to hear, but so important and something that really helped me overcome these barriers is that I felt that I was essentially abusing my own body by not healing from these past experiences Every day I was putting my body through pain that was not necessary. And it started to feel it was more as though it was something that I needed to work towards because this was no longer just affecting my mind. And again, those are connected, but it's one thing to say you can't get out of your mind. It's a whole other thing to say you can't get out of your own body. And to think that. Every day I'm reflecting on these emotions, my heart begins to race, my everything in my body feels that it's on that fight or flight response. It made me quite emotional to think that my body was going through so much pain that I didn't even know about. And there was essentially what I thought at that moment, nothing that I could do about it. I 
thought that, oh, these thoughts are reoccurring. I can never get out of my head, just like how we feel when anxiety comes. You can never get out of your head. And I'm not saying that this is a solution to anxiety, but what I am saying is if you can try to heal these inner wounds that continue to affect us each and every day, why not? You know, and again, that's where I talk about change in the light of joy and inspiration. Do not wait for the pain and sorrow to come to want to change. And if it helps you in thinking that your body is a separate entity to your mind, your body doesn't deserve that. You know, no, neither does your mind. But if you if your body is continuously thinking that each and every day you are going through the same exact pain as if that happened for the first time of an experience or past experience that you're reflecting on, that's a whole other kind of pain that you will have to go through. So if you're able to understand what it is that's inflicting this pain or sorrow to you each day or these triggers of past experiences, why not try? at least try to change that. And now what I want to do and what this whole intention of my podcast is, is to empower you. What can we do now to make you feel empowered and feel as though that there is something that you can do to overcome this and create your desired reality? Now, first, what we're going to do is think, how can we take back our mind and body? Well, you need to start focusing on creating your future, not by the known, but the unknown. Don't think about how can I heal my current state of mind to improve my future, but instead, what can I do that is so unknown to me that I desire? So, In the sense, you're not going to think, okay, what can I do to get back at all the people that have done me wrong so I feel happy? That's not the goal. It's what can I do to get over these past experiences, create new emotions, create new experiences each and every day that encourage me to thrive in my reality and attain the desired reality that you've always wanted. So what thoughts now consider what thoughts do you want in your mind and what do you want your future to look like? And this is where, again, I'm going to tie back into visualization because there is so many, or sorry, there are so many studies that have been done on visualization or essentially just altering your daily thoughts that you know, really, I think a lot of people don't exactly know how it works. There have been so many studies that show it does work. But what I like to think is, even though there may be one reason why someone thinks it doesn't work, there are 10 million reasons and proof to show why it does work. So if you're being truly present, your brain does not know the difference between what you are imagining and what is truly in your environment. And this is where the power of visualization comes in. 
So if this is something that you can truly commit to, now I'm not going to say that the first time you do this, you're going to be 100% present and your brain is going to think this is a real experience. No, but this is where habit comes in. So every day, even if you can commit two minutes, I would say the aim is at least 10 minutes every day, but starting small, if you can commit two minutes of your day to visualizing what your desired reality is, you're already one step ahead of the game. Now, just practicing this, what's going to happen is that you're going to find that you begin to become truly present into that desired reality. And again, stemming back to that our mind and our body cannot differentiate between our imagination and what is actually happening in our environment. This is such an amazing tool and it honestly makes me so excited because how crazy is it that we can create a whole reality within our mind and body that is not yet reflected into our reality, but very soon it will because of our presence and our intentions. I think that is just so beautiful and amazing. And what this does is it completely reprograms your brain and your body and its hardware. So the reactions that we have in our mundane life, like sitting in traffic or having our routine of waking up, brushing your teeth, having a drink of water, getting in the shower, getting dressed. Yes, these are some things that we are going to be doing each and every day, but our thoughts in doing that and maybe those little small things that we start to change completely reprograms our body and in that it reprograms our subconscious and it brings to light our subconscious and our consciousness. Now how I like to think about it is that changing the internal can create your external. Now what you do internally through reprogramming your mind and body eventually is reflected into your external surroundings and into your desired reality. Now, isn't that so darn tootin' amazing that you can do all this internal work and it reflects just as much as if you actually did it externally um, into your reality? And what I mean by that is imagining what your desired life is and what you want. If you did the actual hands-on, it can have just as much of an influence as just visualizing it into your reality. Now, what we need to do is we need to ensure that you feel empowered by changing the internal and really becoming the creator of your reality and allowing your conscious self to reprogram your unconscious. Now, what are some simple ways to begin this? First thing you do is something so small but it touches back to the beginning of this podcast is that in the morning, think of something as soon as you wake up, if you even need to put it on a sticky note right next to your bed on your bedside or on your mirror right before you brush your teeth, think of something you are looking forward to do in the future. It's best to think very positive thoughts when we wake up because this is when our subconscious is most active and you can really get in there and start to make some internal work. And this can be anything. It can be, I'm looking forward to attain more financial wealth. 
I am looking forward to find the love of my life. I am looking forward to feel healthier. I'm looking forward to feel happier. Even just if it's not something so specific, you can make it as broad as possible, but make it something that you are looking forward to that does not have anything to do with your past experiences. Now, this will also change the routine for you and your bodily responses by just doing something so small. This begins that reprogramming of your body's hardware and taking over that mind because your body is not the mind. You are the mind. And stemming back to visualization where this was used for centuries to help with recovering from physical ailments even and now more in the 21st century of acquiring financial wealth and success and overall happiness, by using visualization, you're building a reality in your mind to reflect what you want in your desired reality and in your literal reality. Now, another thing that's so important when beginning to use visualization is identifying that you don't want to use your imagination destructively and identifying what you don't want. So yes, it is important to reflect on maybe some aspects of your life that you are not necessarily enjoying that you want to change, but this shouldn't be your only resource in identifying what you want in your future. The whole purpose of visualization is disconnecting from those past experiences to create your desired reality. Again, not knowing or creating a reality based on what's known, but creating your reality based on the unknown and really seeing yourself on how you want to see yourself and not how maybe other people want your life to look. So really a lot of visualization is doing that inner work. But again, you can start with just two minutes a day of, okay, what is my best day going to look like? Another great resource that I talk about in previous podcasts is doing a scripting exercise. So if you're someone who struggles with just sitting and closing your eyes and imagining what your desired reality is, grab a journal or grab a piece of paper and a pen and just begin to write as if it is one year from today and you are living your best life. Now, just start writing and writing about exactly what you want your dream day to look like. And again, really embrace that unknown. There are no limits to your desired life. There are no, you are not in any kind of box of what your imagination can look like what your dream life could look like and continue to write and write and write until you are satisfied of what your perfect day looks like and what your dream life will be in the future. And now this is especially helpful for someone if they struggle with habit and consistency and as well as if you are someone who has difficulties with just sitting down and closing your eyes and treating as it treating it as if you are doing meditation and that you need to close your eyes and really visualize. Now, what you do with this once you're done writing is every day read this over and over and over again because what you really want to do is 
embrace and trust the process and truly believe and commit that this is what your life will look like. Now that can be difficult if you're just starting with this, especially if you're someone that has been in more of a undesired headspace, but continue to read this every single day until you believe it. And this may take a week, this may take a month, this may take three months, but include all the other things I've talked about as well in ensuring that you're thinking intentionally, you are letting go of those emotions and past experiences that no longer serve you. And this is where I also want to touch on the book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma, where he talks about oppositional thinking. And now this is the concept that the mind can only hold one thought at any time. Now, I want you to try right now Try thinking about two things at one time. It's impossible, right? You may try to think about two different things, but what happens is you're halfway through the sentence in your brain of thinking about one thing and then you skip to the other beginning of the sentence in the next. So essentially, it is impossible to think about two things at one time, which is so amazing because as humans, we can use this to our advantage. Now, using this information, anyone can easily create a positive mindset within a short period of time. So what I mean by this is practice as much as you can. Try to instill this in your daily life. Again, make this part of your routine. Reprogram your mind. And when an undesirable thought occupies your mind, immediately replace it with an uplifting one. So for example, you wake up in the morning and you are thinking about something that you messed up at work yesterday. Nope. Immediately replace it with a great memory or an affirmation about yourself, anything that you want in your brain that is desirable. Now, you may desire to think negatively, but that's not what this is supposed to be. When I say undesired and desired, Your undesired thoughts are thoughts that no longer serve you and will no longer help you in attaining your desired reality. Your desired thoughts is how you want to be thinking when you reach your desired self. You're living on your true life path and you are living your dream life. Now, building off the concept of oppositional thinking and everything I've talked about today, in this book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma, he also talks about how important it is to only be thinking about pure thoughts in the sense that none of us can afford the luxury of even one negative thought because essentially these negative thoughts, even though let's say You may be sitting there and thinking, well, I don't have that many negative thoughts in a day. Negative thoughts are like embryos and it starts off small, but it grows and grows to which soon it takes on a life of its own. And this is where a lot of people begin to have panic attacks and anxiety because that small negative thought that maybe came into our brain in under one second has now created a lifetime of worry for some people. And it's important to identify that just as quickly as this negative thought comes in our mind, it can just as quickly come out. So just as quickly as we are thinking about an undesired thought, 
we can immediately replace it with an uplifting one that will truly serve us in reaching our highest self and our desired life. And that concludes today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave your girl some love on whichever platform you're streaming from. Subscribe, leave a review, show your girl some five stars if you really enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments. And I would love to make an additional podcast each week where I take the time to answer your questions and give you more insight on how you can reach your desired life. I hope you all have the most amazing week and I look forward to joining you next week. Another friendly reminder to not only be kind to others, but also be kind to yourself. And I love you all.